0: And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, Your Car Insiders.
2: Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and as always, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 6025251370. I want to start off today's show with a very special thanks to b and Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Phone number for Bobby Body and his family at b and Auto Sales is 602-722-9151. You know, each week I get numerous phone calls from listeners, from referrals, and you know, the, the biggest thing I try to explain to people is, you know, I'm not a salesman in a car dealership. I'm here to help you try to buy a car. So, gentleman called me, and he he actually was one of these that I think he thinks he understands how it works. So he was telling me about this great deal that he found on I think it's called Bring a Trailer. So we talked a little bit, and I said, "Do me a favor, don't send me the link, please. If I'm going to help you buy a car, it's very simple. If." you don't like the way that I conduct the transaction, we're probably not a good fit to work together. I don't change how I do things based on different clients. I treat everybody exactly the same. So when he brought up the Bring a Trailer, I explained to him that I do not help people buy cars, sight unseen, but since this car is local and he's not local, he was calling me from Florida, I think, but he's got family here and he's planning on coming back here. So I said, do me a favor. Don't send me the link. Send me the VIN number he sends me the VIN number to the car that was on this bring a trailer. And from the first thing that pops up is the pictures of the vehicle at the Copar auction. So I'm going to Google that real quick. Copar, Copart auction. It's 100% online auctions open to the public. And a lot of it has to do with repairable and used cars. So the picture of the car when I ran the VIN number was the listing from the auction. And the only thing missing from the police truck were the lights. It still said what city the car was a police vehicle from and it showed the damage on the car. Now, the only issue was this was the second time the vehicle had been involved in an accident. The first time it was in an accident, it was repaired and repaired as a salvage title. The second time it was repaired, it now got sold through this co-parks to a dealership in Phoenix that advertised the car that did not advertise anything along the lines that basically said this vehicle has a restored or rebuilt salvage title. I'm very, very leery of doing things that I'm not comfortable with. I have a young lady that wants to buy a car and doesn't want to have more than 75,000 miles on it and wants to be less than $14,000 out the door at a dealership, including my fee which now makes it $13,600. If you've been listening to the radio show from the very beginning in March of 2011, we have always I've always charged $400. I'm never ever going to change that fee. So I explained to her so take the 14,000, subtract my 400, subtract 12% from 136 and you're somewhere in the 12 grand range now because you got to add tax, you got to add license, you got to add a doc fee and it moves along from there what i was finding for that dollar amount was anything that i was going to refer her to buying if if i'm not comfortable with the transaction I'm not going to help you you know and I reached back out to this gentleman on the the salvage title with the bring a trailer and I explained to him that it was not anything I would be interested in helping him with and if if I reach out to somebody and I provide information the best thing that you have going for you is if you don't like what I told you Just as I can decide that I don't want to be involved, you can decide that you don't want me to help you. And I'm okay with that. I'm not going to follow up with you. I'm not going to call you in a week to see if you made up your mind about something. I'm not going to call you in two weeks to see if you changed your mind. I don't follow up like that. When I provide information, if I don't hear back, I completely take it as, you didn't like what I had to say, you weren't interested in me helping you, and I'm not going to bother you. I just, I don't do that. You know, and, and another thing I, I want people to understand, when when you call me and you, you want to know what kind of price I can get you on a car, okay, when are people going to understand that when you're buying a car in a car dealership, it's way more than just how much is the price of the car, I helped a young man over the weekend buy a new car and he needed a new car. When he pulled up to the dealership, you could smell the gas leak within about 15 feet of walking up to the car. Uh, He was trying to camouflage it with more air fresheners than I've ever seen in my life in a car. Now this vehicle was a car that was going to go straight to the auction. So, He went for a test drive in the new vehicle. He came back, we sat down, we talked, and I said, based on the condition of your car and what the auction report is, this is what your vehicle is going to be worth as a trade-in. And I didn't ask him what I thought his car was worth. I didn't ask him what he wanted for his car. I will tell you what the dealership offers you and you decide what you think is fair. Now, when I told him, that What his car was worth, he looked at me kind of funny and said, are they really going to give me that? Because the last place that he spoke to somebody, it was $4,500 less than that amount. It was half. So where he had gone by himself was $4,500. Where I helped him get the car was $9,000. And trust me, it did not get added back to the price of the new car. I don't get tricked. I don't get confused with over allowances. You know, when I talk to people and they turn around and they, you know, they they didn't buy the car using my help, but then they try to rub it in my face and call me back about it. And I said, okay, great. You bought a car that was less expensive you do have a lower payment however you finance the car for 7 years oh no 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 i did not finance the car for 7 years i said i'll bet you whatever you want based on what you're telling me it's going to say 84 months in your truth and lending box and i happen to know the gal pretty well and she Decided to go out with her new husband, and they wanted to buy the car without me, and I'm absolutely fine with that. But guess what? When she went home and she printed off the paperwork off that thumb drive, lo and behold, there it was: term eighty-four months. Okay, and the way I was able to decipher that was this was the term. This was the interest rate, and this is what her payment was. Now, I know for a fact that she bought a vehicle that was at least $3,000 less expensive than the car that I was working on with her. I'm not a shopping service. I'm not going to call four or five other dealerships. I trust the relationships that I have in the dealerships that I feel comfortable enough not having to shop around, but I will tell people this. The most important thing to remember is sometimes you have to go where the car is, not where you want to go. Because dealerships right now do not necessarily trade amongst each other. I was helping a gentleman and it's kind of funny because I've helped numerous people in his family. He tells me he doesn't want to be involved, tells me he wants me to do the whole thing. And then he tells me all the information that he got from the dealership in Utah. Well, I'm not going to, I don't want to be involved in car deals that are out of state. Okay. It's just not something I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with. And it's because I want to be there with you. You know, I sat in a car dealership the other day with the finance manager that I didn't know, and we were talking, we were goofing around, and everybody was laughing, everybody was having a good time until it came time to read the contract. Well, when you read the contract and you realize that the interest rate's not right and the term's not right, right, it's time to understand, hey, you need to fix this. Now, I did not like the way that the transaction finished with the finance manager, and I'm not quite sure it's I'm ever going to step foot back in that dealership because I don't have to go anywhere that I don't want to go to. And if it's a place that you want to go to that I'm not comfortable with, I don't have a problem bowing out. I'm never going to ever Never have, never will help somebody do something that I don't believe is right for you. I mean, a good friend of mine called me up and believe it or not, I was so grateful. He took my advice. Don't send your 18 year old car shopping by herself in Hawaii. Ship the car that you have here to her in Hawaii rather than trying to have her Buy something. I can't tell you how many times I have helped somebody and the paperwork doesn't match. I don't send you into the business office by yourself. I don't get you the price for the car and ask you to pay me the $400. If you order a car, I do not take your money until the car arrives because that's a whole other thing right now. How long it takes for cars to arrive. It is October. I ordered four Dodge trucks in May. I'm still waiting for the four trucks. And the funny thing is, two of them are already at the dealership. One is on a train. And the third one was still at the manufacturer's plant. There is no rhyme or reason to how any of this works. I'm helping somebody buy a a vehicle that was ordered in May and the car's here. I helped somebody order a car about six weeks ago. The order's not picked up yet. I don't take your money until I am there with you and you take delivery of the car. Once again, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey, Spa- Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. You know, Honda's been one of the manufacturers that have been hit very, very hard with transportation. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. 602-525-1370. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and all I want to do is help you navigate through the toughest car times I've seen in 34 years.
3: The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management.
1: Valley.
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name's Gary Green. The easiest way to reach me, it's area code 6025251370. If you feel the need to send an email, you can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. There is a contact me page on that. You know, we were talking before the break, I mentioned to you guys about not leaving until you leave finance. Getting to finance is the battle. Leaving the finance department correctly is you winning the war. More happens to people in the finance office than in the negotiations of the price of the car. You know, I found an article and it was simple tricks uh, on Reader's Digest. It's I'm a car salesman and here's how to outsmart me. The smell of a new car is great. The process of buying a new car, not so great. Here are some expert tactics to give you a leg up, fast talking wheel of dealers. So can you leave the lot with the car of your dreams and some money in your pocket? Okay. Does this person understand what's going on at car dealerships right now? I'm not quite sure. Start with emails and phone calls. Email several dealerships to ask for their best drive away price in a buyer's purchase order for a new car or a bookout sheet for used cars. If they say you need to come in, tell them you will if they give you a great price in writing. Even if you think you found the one you can save money by comparing the price for similar vehicles offered by other dealers. Good luck finding multiples of certain cars. Okay. It's 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 going to where the dealership has the car. You know, they talk about comparing. The one thing that you want to make sure if you're going this route is, excuse me, Mr. Salesman, are we talking about a car that you have in your inventory or are we talking about a car that I'm going to have to wait for to be built? Are we talking about a car that's in transit or are we talking about a car that you might hope you get in your allocation? There's a lot of variables when you start talking about thinking you can buy a car, starting with emails. Keep your trade trade into yourself, okay? For 35 years, I'm going on 35 years of being in the car business, okay? We always assume you have a trade. And guess what? When you throw the trade in at the last second, okay, you're not going to outsmart the dealership. Don't try to haggle. Salespeople spend their days selling. Chances are you won't be as good at getting them to give you a great deal as they are getting you to buy. One thing I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it again. Nobody decides to buy a car. A car dealership decided to sell you that car. Nobody. I always get a Well, I made them do this. I made them do that. You didn't make them do anything. You gave them a reason to sell you a car. And in today's market, with what's going on. If you don't buy the car that's sitting there and it's a new car, guess what, folks? Someone else will. There are vehicles you can get good deals on. If you show up at a car dealership and they have multiple, multiple models, I'm sorry, multiple vehicles of the same model, that's a car you can negotiate on. You know, I helped somebody buy a vehicle, Dodge Durango. They... They worked with the client really, really well because it wasn't the only. They had three in that trim level and they had about 30 total on the lot. Be wary of fund advertisements. Well, if you receive the mail with a scratch off to win game on it, avoid it at all costs. OK, absolutely. Talk sales price before mentioning leasing. OK, Most people do not understand how a lease works. If you're not sure about how a lease works, don't try to lease a car until you at least understand how the process works. And when I say the process, there is a variable that's missing off of a lease contract. There is no lease contract on an automobile that includes the money factor, which in other terms, what is the interest rate? Time your shopping, okay? Here, here's what I'm going to tell you. Shop when they have the car. It's possible to wait until the end of the summer. Fortune calls, Labor Day weekend, Black Friday for car shopping, okay? Wait until the end of any month. Know the difference between price and payments. Absolutely, you want to understand how the math works. It is math, and the figures don't lie, but liars know how to figure. Don't shop at only one place. You, the consumer, might have to do that. I generally don't have to do that, nor do I do that, because these relationships that I've built, they want your business from me, and they don't play the games with me in trying to help you get a deal on a car. Know what you can afford before you walk in the door. Absolutely, you should understand what it is you should be buying and what that budget should be. Know the values of extras. Coverage like a vehicle service contract or gap waiver can protect your car and your pocketbook, but your protection products outside the dealership for the Buy your protection products outside the dealership for the highest quality, maximum flexibility, and lowest pricing. Don't waste money on products like fabric protection or vent etching. A can of stain repellent and a $30 $30 do-it-yourself etching kit works as well and doesn't cost hundreds of dollars. This was from a president of Outside Financial. By the way, here are some of the ways you're completely wasting money on a car. Okay. I believe in buying gap insurance through the dealership, not through your insurance company. Biggest variable there, is if you buy gap through your insurance company, you are putting yourself in a catch-22. Does the insurance company want to total my car so that I get put hold or they want to trip? Fix my car that's really damaged and not use the gap to pay off the entire car. You need to follow those things. The other thing that if you're going to buy gap insurance through your insurance company, ask them who pays the deductible. Okay. The other thing about vehicle service contract. Okay. I absolutely believe in buying service contracts from the dealership. And I will absolutely tell you my first choice in that case is did they offer the manufacturer's extended service contract? Is it a Ford ESP or is it a third-party warranty? Okay, beware of extended warranties. Anything over it is just straight cash in their products. Dealers purchase these from manufacturing and jack the price up when selling to you. Anything over three hundred thousand. Where does this person? Where does this person think? that you can buy an extended service contract for 300 bucks on a new car. Don't go at it alone. Absolutely, you should always bring somebody with you. Okay, It doesn't necessarily mean the person that you're bringing is any smarter than you are, when it comes to buying a car. I can promise you, I'm smarter about a car deal than anybody that you can possibly bring with you to buy a car. However, it's my area of expertise. I understand the car business. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and remember, as always, easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. They have helped so many of my clients over the past years that I can't even keep track of how many people Adam has helped. It's a pleasure to deal with him 99.9% of the time that I go to that dealership, I'm sitting in Adam's office conducting the transaction. Right now we're sitting in his trailer because they're rebuilding his dealership. Once again, my name's Gary Green. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370.
1: valley
2: welcome back to your car insiders on 960 the patriot once again my name is gary green and the easiest way to reach me it's 602-525-1370 if you feel the need and you want to send an email it's area code six um, area code it's your car insiders.com there is a contact page I'll be happy to reach out to you if you leave a phone number. I'm going to call you, you know. And, and I find this all the time, you know. And it's something that, you know, if you have somebody that you have to talk into calling me, it normally doesn't work out because it's not them understanding what it is that I actually do. You're hiring me to help you buy a car. I am not selling you anything. So if, if I told you how many times I've gotten a phone call, and this is probably my lowest percentage of deals that I actually make, I would have to say once I speak to somebody and they understand what it is that I do, I normally help these people all the time get a car. But when someone calls me up and says they have a friend, they have a child, uh, their, their parents, whatever it is, if they have to convince them, to call me, uh, I had somebody one day that actually told me that he thought his 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 dad thought that buying the car through Costco made the most sense. Okay, did they eventually call me? Yes. Was I interested in helping them at that point? When the young man explained to me what it was his parents were doing and how they were watching YouTube videos to figure out what kind of car it was they want, you cannot buy a car from a YouTube video. And the scary part is right now, you might have to buy a car sight unseen. Now, when I help somebody, they're not necessarily buying the car sight unseen. They're putting their name on the car, okay? Which means when the car comes in, if for any reason they don't like the car or they don't want the car, they can back out. The dealership doesn't keep their money, and the dealership sells the car. I am here to help you. I am not here to sell you anything. There was an article that I found that I thought was really interesting, and it reminded me of a story from the early 2000s. Why are dealers running ads for cars they don't have? Even in the seller's market, there are a few re- reasons why dealers will spend ad money. Welcome back to the Ask Car Buying, where you send us your questions on how to navigate this tricky market, and we do our best to help. This week, we're discussing why dealers are putting ads on the airways for cars they can't sell you. Curious to, take, to get your take on this, I have been seeing and hearing a lot of commercials on TVs and radio for summer sales financing deals. For example, Toyota is running ads for financing deals on new RAV4 hybrids. Just come on down. Guess what? That's not the dealership. That's the manufacturer that's running the advertisements. Okay, You have to understand what's the difference between an ad that you see on a dealership's website, and something that the manufacturer is putting on a TV commercial during baseball, during football, during basketball, during whatever it is you're watching. And I will tell you, those ads have really, really, really drastically dropped down. Why are they even bother running the ads? If you have people knocking down your door to get cars, why bother doing any of this? I've been puzzled by this. One, a lot, especially as many of the deals in my area only have a handful of cars on the lot, yet I still hear their ads on the radio. It seems like a waste of money from a business perspective to keep paying for these slots. However, there are a few explanations for this. Remember, please, please remember What's a manufacturer's advertisement and what is something that a dealership is advertising? There's a difference. I had a gentleman that I bowed out of helping him. Okay, I bowed out of helping him because he actually called to tell me that one dealership had better advertised specials than another dealership that was all manufacturer stuff. Manufacturer stuff, if you're in the same region, a lot of it is exactly the same. I will never forget I was a sales manager in a Chevy dealership from 2000 to 2004. And I was sitting there with a general manager, myself, our inventory manager, and our regional rep for ordering cars. And we started to have a conversation with the young man. And so I'm going to say I was 40, 40 to 44 years old at the time. He was somewhere around 25, 26 years old, and I brought up an ad that I saw on TV. When I brought this ad up that I saw on TV, I asked him, why do you advertise cars that you don't build for the dealers? It Gives you a lower price point to generate traffic. There's nothing worse than telling somebody to come into the dealership and not have the car that there they've been told is there. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and easiest way to reach me. It's 602-525-1370. Welcome
1: to Rodeo 4, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer or free on Ford, you've come to the right place.
3: Remember when a small business needed a landline?
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name's Gary Green, and the easiest way to reach me is 602-525-1370. Once again, 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to my friends Rich and Troy at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Want to spend all this very special thanks to Chad Sasan and his team at Rodeo Kia in... Avondale, Arizona. Also, want to send out a very special thanks to David Garcia, Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was trying to help somebody, a radio show listener's son, and the son's wife had already signed paperwork agreeing to buy a car at a dealership. And the car was an incoming car. And was I able to get him a better deal? Yes. Was I able to get him more for his trade? Yes. Was I able to deliver on the car? No. Because the car that I was able to get for him was not a color that his wife wanted. Now, I will tell you this. If you're helping, if you're buying a car and you have to pay more to get the color that you want, Buy the car that you want if the number's reasonable. I mean, I was sitting in a a dealership and the gentleman was saying, I can buy this car at that other dealership for this much less. And the sales manager said to him very kindly, no, you can't. You can buy a car like this at another dealership. This just happens to be the only one in the color that you're looking at here. And he said to him, is the car that you're looking at, at the other dealership, the same color as mine? He said, no. And very kindly, the sales manager said, sir, you're going to have to make a choice. You're either going to have to pay more money to get the color that you want, or go ahead, buy the other car, get a different color, and save the money. Now, to me... Color is not as important as the options in the car. So, I had an issue with my car a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I have that warranty that these people recommend you not buying. And I noticed an odor from my car. And the odor was antifreeze. Took my car in, they changed my oil and changed my radiator cost me 50 bucks for a brand new radiator, and that was my deductible for the warranty. Now, that radiator cost and that repair was about 75% of what I paid for my warranty. About a week later, I'm driving in the car, and I notice that the air conditioning's not cold, and it was a bad evaporator and took it in. They dropped me off. I I dropped off my car. They handed me a brand new car, almost like mine, uh, except an automatic transmission, not a manual, which reconfirmed that I'm not buying another car that has an automatic transmission. Now, it was fun to play with the paddles, you know, behind the steering wheel, but I absolutely prefer the manual transmission. So they went through, I got a phone call. Yep, Gary. The Evaps bad. Uh we should have the part today. We'll have your car back to you tomorrow afternoon. Got a phone call in the morning. Gary, car's done. I mean I'm on my way. I'm going to stop, get gas, drop off the car. The point that I'm making is it's not just buying cars right now. It there's issues with getting cars repaired. I have a client that I really, really like, this husband and wife, and I joke with her all the time because I've helped her personally buy more of the same brand cars than anybody else, and I always call her, by her first name and Guinness Book of Record, Holder. Well, her husband had a problem with the car, and they had to tow the car to the dealership with something to do with the emergency brake. The car's been in the shop two weeks. They're still waiting for the part. The good news is he's driving something. There's a lot of very, very crazy things going on in the car industry right now, and it's not just buying a car. It's getting your car fixed. It's getting the car that you ordered to the dealership so that you can take delivery. You know, I was at the dealership that day picking up my car, and I walked into the showroom, And there was a black car just like mine. And the only difference on the outside was it had red RT stripes from the 70s down the side of this Dodge Challenger. If you've been listening to the show, you know I drive a Dodge Challenger. And I looked in and there it was, that little round ball that was a manual transmission and it's the only thing I've changed in my car because Hurst actually sells a replacement metal pistol grip shifter where you just pop off the cover, unscrew the ball, put the new shifter in. It's the only thing I've changed cosmetically in my car. But it did have really cool black and red Alcantara interior. So I couldn't help myself to walk around and look at the MSRP. And I noticed what the MSRP was. And it was about five grand more than my car was in 2018. And I know what I paid for my car in 2018. So even if I agreed to pay MSRP, no discount, and if they didn't charge for the dealer ads, it was about $13,000 more than I paid for the exact same car in 2018. Now, the thing that bothers me, you know, I, I tell you about these people that say, don't buy a warranty, don't do this. Well, my concern with my car is it is October of 2022. My warranty will expire in October of 2023. Personally, with some of the electronics, with the air conditioning and certain things in a Chrysler product, I'm not really interested in owning that car without a warranty, but I would rather self-insure myself then buy one of these third party warranties where you could possibly hear the term, that's not covered, this isn't covered, we cover this part, we cover that part. I'm a believer in service contracts. I'm a believer in service contracts that are backed by the manufacturer more so than the ones that you see advertised on TV. I'm here to help you, I am not selling you anything. You know, I do get phone calls from people that are looking for cars for their elderly parents. And I've gotten quite a few of these calls, and I got a kick out of this article. Grandma needs a simple, reliable car with no touchscreens. What car should she buy? A family is helping their 80-year-old grandmother replace a 2001 Saturn, and they want a safe, straightforward ride with minimal technology. Kevin is helping his wife's grandmother replace her old Saturn. The family is looking for a car suited for an older driver, something that's reliable but also really simple. No screens or technology that an 80-year-old driver would find frustrating. With the $15,000 budget, what car should they buy? I don't think she... Be- My wife's grandmother needs to replace her Saturn. I don't think she believes it, but her mechanics, seven children, 32 grandchildren, seven great grandchildren already all agree that the Saturn should no longer orbit around town. I'm seeking your help in finding a suitable replacement for door Sedan. The family can present to her. The key here is finding a car that is simple with obvious functionality, components, for example, a pronounced automatic shifter and a big radio buttons, absolutely no screens. I absolutely agree with everything that they're talking about. And they have a $15,000 budget. With finding a car with a $15,000 budget, you just have to be careful what you're buying. Okay? No one would ever describe me as a reasonable person, but that's about to change. Right here is the best option for your dear old grandma. I should know. My grandma is 87 and really wants to buy a new car since her 2004. Chrysler in the country is a bit long in the tooth. I'm trying to get her into one of these myself. Toyota Corolla. Okay, this particular example. Now, here's a Toyota Corolla 2013 with 34,000 miles on it. Okay, and I'm trying to see... If they have a price, but that would be a wonderful choice. Now, remember, certain cars in today's world do not have Bluetooth if you go older, and certain cars do not have backup cameras. But the 2001 car that she's been driving doesn't have any of those. And I couldn't agree more without adding the technology to the vehicles uh, I helped my in-laws buy a car, and I did. I tried to find the most basic model, you know, trim level in the Hyundai Santa Fe so that it didn't have all of this electronics today. And even the basic car, I believe, has a touchscreen to it. Another great choice, Honda Fit. The thing about this, though, is it's making the right choice on the right car. And I always tell people, if you're looking for an older car, every car has a story. You know, I had a client that called me and they were looking for an older car for their parents. And it was a referral from somebody that's a loyal radio show listener. And Jim always tells the people, pay the guy, get out of his way, let him help you. So I spoke to the gal for a little while on the phone, and she sent me over a car, and I said to her, do you really want to buy a vehicle that has an open recall on it and shows an accident on the Carfax that was very recent? She says, well, the guy selling the car says it's never been in an accident, and he didn't mention anything about the recall. Now, recalls are one thing, okay? And there's two parts to a recall. Okay. One says remedy available, and the other one says no remedy available. If you're buying a car, and it is a safety feature, and it has to do with the transmission in the vehicle staying in park when you park the vehicle, and your adult parents are in their 80s, you don't buy a car that they can't fix the transmission because they don't have the bushing to replace it. I will never forget, I was... 15 years old when my dad passed away. And unfortunately, I was in high school and my mother had a Buick Riviera and I did. I blew my mom's car up. Uh, I decided it was really cool to drag race one of my friends home from the beach. There was nobody on the Robert, Mo- uh, I'm sorry, on the Meadowbrook Parkway and there was nobody on the causeway. And when I got home, I'll never forget my dear friend's dad standing there. And Mr. Decker was a really super nice guy. And he stood there with a cigarette in one hand, a Budweiser in the other hand, had his Ford baseball hat on. He was wearing his denim jacket. And he kind of scratched his head. And he said, I've never seen that before. I overheated my mother's car so badly that the cast iron exhaust manifolds were glowing red. And I had blown up the engine in my mom's car. And I grew up on Long Island and we lived right off the Southern State Parkway. And one of my mother's friends took my mom to get a new car. And it was a 1978 Chevy Monte Carlo. And my mother had a 1972 Buick Riviera. Now, a Buick Riviera had a 455 four-barrel V8 and a Chevy Monte Carlo was a 231 cubic inch V6 with a two barrel carburetor. And I will never forget my mother coming home and looking at me saying, now this is, I was 15 years old, uh, might have been 16. My mother looked at me and said, there's something wrong with the car. It doesn't accelerate when I give it gas to get onto the parkway. And I said, mom, it's not ever going to accelerate. It's just the new car. You went from a 455 V8 to a 231 V6. I'm here to help you buy a car. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Very special thanks to Earnhardt Honda, Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona, Bobby Rabatti and his family at BN Auto Sales in on Greenway in Phoenix, Arizona, and last but not least, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located 8801 West Bell Road, Peoria, Arizona.